Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Charlie Parsons for Boxing Social in association with William Hill and Empire Firestorm with the only man in Essex that could pull off those sunglasses, Mr Conor Ben, how are you, Geese? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, mate, how are you? Always good to see you. Um, just being down the gym this morning, the, the phrase iron sharpens iron is so paramount every time I go in there. Everyone's happy, the energy's always good, everyone gets on with each other, they're all looking at each other, taking things from each other, everyone's flying in there. No, we're always learning in the gym, you know, together as a team. And that's what really counts is, you know, when a team, we're all just on one mission and one goal. And, you know, when you're striving for greatness, you know, it helps when, you're, when you do it as a team. And, you know, that's what the Sim Stable is all about. You know, we're all working with each other, all learning, we're all growing. There's, there's friendly competition in there, you know, and who can beat better times in sprints, who's good at this, who's good at it. It's always about bettering yourself in that gym. How nice is it for you now that we sort of look at the potential of a return after what has been a, a long 18 months to be back and it's sort of being like, you know, this is this is it now. You, you're waking up with purpose in the morning. You know that everything could be soon back under the way. Yeah, I mean, there was plenty of times where it was looking like boxing was, you know, done for me. So I'm just really glad to be back. I'm so excited to be back. Um, you know, it's like I had a new lease of life in me. Um, you know, no boxing, no life, and you know it's frightening um, when boxing can be taken away from you. So for me, it was—I'm just grateful for every day. You know, boxing's like air to me. I live this. This is this is what I do. Uh, so yeah, just excited to be back, man. Funny you mentioned that, Connie. So it's interesting because a lot of fighters, obviously, their whole life growing up, all they've known is boxing. Then fight as a pro. We know about Kel Brook's struggles when he retired. Um, it is difficult when you have the only craft that you've ever perfected. And when I say perfected, it really is perfection for you guys to then just have it taken away from you. It must feel so like naked. I mean, listen, my, my situation was completely different. Uh, mine was literally taken. You know, there's so much left for me to achieve. There's so much, so much more ambition left in me to accomplish. You know, I feel like there's no ceiling to my career and never has been a ceiling to my career. So for me, it was a matter of, is this, is this it then? Is this it? And for me, that was one of the scariest periods of my life. You know, definitely most frightening. So 
yeah, I'd listen. I don't take it any day for granted. Um, I'm just excited to be back. I can't tell you how much I am excited to be back, just to be able to do what I love to do, uh, be able to fight and just entertain the supporters, man. Just being, being a natural-born entertainer. Let me pick up on that. There are rumours. I don't know if you're going to be able to confirm or deny, but next week, match from to Orlando, Richardson Hitchens and Jose Zapeda with a co-main event of uh, Jessica McCaskill, Sandy Ryan. It's a great card, Con. It's uh, sort of rumours floating about it. You will be on that card. Are you able to say much? Uh, I can't confirm or deny, but what I can say is if they presented a fight to me this weekend, as in, what, the 15th, 16th, this month I'll be ready you know so the following weekend be more than ready you know if that's the fight then that's the fight you know, I'm a strong believer I don't need no warm-up I've stayed in the gym I've stayed ready I've stayed hungry um, you know if anything the hunger is just next level yeah I'm just so motivated you know it's so personal now for me um, uh, <laughs> they can throw me with anyone anytime anywhere I'm ready Talk about motivation. You'd have sort of if this could ever have been taken away and everything that you've gone through taken away from you, I'm sure you would, but obviously you've come out the other side of it now. Do you feel more motivated and mentally strong than ever? I feel more resilient. Um, I feel strengthened. I feel like it's made me a better man. Um, you know, don't get me wrong, I bowed my demons throughout this massively. You can I mean you can only imagine. It was um, it's by far the hardest fight I've ever had but in all my fights combined, um, fighting this. And it just teaches you re the resilience and strength you have because you don't know if you can go through something. You don't know if you can face adversity like that until you go through it. Because if anyone had told me beforehand that this is coming, I don't think I would have made the cut. I don't think I would have made it through. You know, so until you're presented with something, you have no choice. You either fight or you run. And I had my fair share of running. I, I ran from this. I I ran from my family, I ran from friends, I ran from loved ones, I ran from absolutely everything, you know, and then it got to a stage where it was like, this ain't me, you know, I'm gonna fight this, and um, I'm still undefeated. <laughs> you say anyone, any place, anywhere, um, I suppose I've not been able to ask you, we may have had a brief chat off camera, but um, now reflecting back on Chris Eubank's win over Liam Smith, a lot of people did have the same going into the fight, um, fair to say, a career best performance from Chris Eubank Jr. I won't say career best um, because I believe the old Chris was better than the Chris he was on that night. Chris, you know, he took no, he used to take no prisoners, and he, you know, he used to fight, used to be ferocious, used to come out, and you know, was relentless. You know, so when you want to do the comparison as career best performance, what with someone with two broken legs? You know, you sit there and you just go, yeah, the guy, Liam Smith, threw 33 punches around. I mean, not even around, 33 punches in the whole fight, landed. So you tell me how that was a career best performance or even a good performance as a whole. You may as well have been in there with a punch bag. There's no disrespect to Liam. Liam wasn't Liam on the night, you know, from the weight issues and the, yeah, they're all excuses because really you shouldn't put yourself in that situation anyway, but, it's, it's a valid reason as to why he was the way he was on the night. So it's like career best performance, far from it. Not impressed at all. And, you know, I know he's saying uh, my confidence may have uh, withered after, um, with a Dan after seeing his fight. But 
Oh, mate. If anything, I'll knock him out of him three rounds. Like, yeah, nah. Nothing to, not, not with the slightest bit concerned jumping up to 160 and, um, and beating him convincingly. Let's pick up on that then. Going up to 160. Um, you wouldn't rehydrate massively. That's not, not an issue for you? Yeah, listen, I, it's, I'm a welterweight, naturally. But I can, I walk around at super middle. And I walk around at super middle in shape. You know, so for me getting down to 160, and I say get down, I haven't got a pot on. You know, I walk around like 178. You know, it all just depends on your training and mani manipulation of diet and manipulation of of whatever training it is you're doing. Um, you know, because you can put on mass, you can lose mass. So, you know, this this next fight potentially 154, and then Eubank straight away, straight after, providing he wants he wants to smoke. If not, then you know I'll drop back down to 147, go get in world tiles. You know, I'm right in line. You got Barrios, you got Ramirez, you got Ugas got Furman. These are all the names that we wanted to make. Obviously, we couldn't make them fights because of the, the politics of it all. That was the only reason them fights couldn't get made. Barrios, we offered. You guess, Ramirez, Furman, and there was one more. I can't remember who the other person was. And we offered them for the fight. You know, but obviously, different different TV broadcasters, it was, it was just hard to make. And then, then the Eubank fight come along. And that was how the Eubank fight come along. But we wanted these names. You know, so there's options. There's options. There's world title honours, um, and then there's you know the big domestic fights. You know, Kelbrook, Taylor, um, Eubank. But the world title is always the end goal. December nine is the targeted uh, date for that fight. Eddie and Frank have made not not shy away from that fact at all. They've said they want to do it at the Millennium Stadium or Wembley Stadium, squashing the idea of arenas out the window, saying the British public deserve for that to be in a stadium. You believe that this is the biggest fight in British boxing? I mean, there's a lot of demand for it. I think the difference now is it's so personal between me and Chris. It's, you know, you never kick a man when he's down. And especially going through what I was going through and then lying about the truth you know it's it's not the right thing to do so you know he's yeah, there's only one way to settle this and you know that's in in front of 70 75,000 people you know and I get to do the honours I'll probably be doing everyone a favour to be honest just lastly from me you mentioned about uh, picking up belts at 147 yeah. um, looks like they could end up being fragmented, fragmented at some point whether the Errol Spence rematch happens at 154 or whatever would you be happy to fight Eubank at 160 and then come down and fight at 147 with whatever opportunity arose that's always the plan that's always the plan I can make 147 no problem but I can also fight at 160 the difference between me and other fighters jumping up from 147 to 160 is I carry my power you know, that's, I'm sparring, I spar light heavyweights, I spar cruiserweights, super middles, middles, and I'm talking world-class, you know, fighters in our gym, you know, so, and in other gyms, it's no, it's no difference to me. You know, I know what I'm doing in sparring, and I carry that into the ring. You know, power's one thing you can't train. You're born with that. You can't train power. You know, my DNA is strong. <laughs> it's evident. It's, the evidence is there. The DNA is strong, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm not concerned. I got up to 160 uh, just for this fight. See what happens, see what fights are at 154. But as far as, far as world titles go, 147's the wait for me. Connor, final message to your supporters and fans who, um, I suppose, 
potentially not long to go now for that long-awaited ring return. Yeah, no, just forever grateful. I mean, I mean, it's been one hell of a journey. You know, it's been ups and downs, a bit of adversity, but I'm just grateful for all the support that uh, the supporters continue to show me. To be honest, you know, it's, it's nothing short of a blessing. So I'm forever grateful, and um, it's about to get back. Road to redemption. Let's go. Connor Ben, top man. Thank you for speaking to us at Boxing Social. Sports Social Podcast Network.